Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of Intuit. I am Sal. And I'm Lyndon. And we are here. This is episode 22. It has been a week, but for me personally, it has been a good week. I have my vodka soda over here, and I haven't drank in weeks. So this is going to be interesting. Um, I can already feel this. And we were on the phone talking for a little bit. So I guess welcome to episode 22. Yes. How are you? How are you doing? What What is up? I'm stressed, but only just because of the holiday, like co- holidays coming up. So like prepping for that, you know, at work and also just like getting presents. But that's really yes. about it. There's nothing else that's like very detrimental right now, which I'm grateful for. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, thank God with everything going on right now. So Pennsylvania's gone into lockdown. Finally. Rightfully so. I mean, and with this said, I just want to reiterate, get takeout as much as you can. Try and mm-hmm. give out to these, you know, restaurants um, because they are definitely struggling. And the best way to combat this is just get takeout. Yep. Help support them. Tip them a little bit extra. That's mm-hmm. what I've been doing just because I know working in the retail industry, we've been fortunate enough to be kind of doing well amidst this time. So I've kind of taken it upon me to give back in that way and try and support local businesses in other means that are safe and effective. So just try and do that as much as you can. Um and yeah, stay home. I've been staying home. That's the thing. Nothing has changed <laughs> with, <laughs> in my life because I haven't done much differently. But um, yeah, it's getting scary. Things are getting worse. And I say this every week. And it's scary that I have to say it every week. Yeah. But other than that, what's going on in the world? I have been good. This was a very good week for me. We're getting shit together. Aww. And... I don't know. I haven't had a good week in a while, and I don't know if that's translated on this podcast, but it's been rough October and November. So we're regrouping and doing much better, and I'm excited to be doing this because I love doing this. Me too. This is so much fun (laughs) talking with you, and I don't know. Hopefully everyone else has fun. This is a really good outlet, and (laughs) that's all I have to say on that. But in light of the holidays, it was snowing the other day. I know. Did you see that? Yeah, I did because all my windows were open and I was like, is that? For a second, I truly was like, is that cocaine? Because I've forgotten (laughs) about the weather because I don't go outside. I was like, what is, is that asbestos? Like what's going on? And then I realized it was flurries and then subsequently snow. Yes. (laughs) And luckily it didn't snick. It didn't (laughs) stick. Oh, that vodka is So it was the perfect... (laughs) Snow because I hate when it sticks and then it's terrible driving oh, and like not the black fun. ice. Oh no no. Oh no, forget no, about no, it. No, no. So it was just perfect and festive. And in light of that, we are doing our holiday lineup of songs again this week. I think I forgot to tell you again, but we're doing it. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, um, I'll make my list quick. <laughs> I, yeah, it doesn't really take you that long, so I think you'll be good. I, I can go first with mine. So this week I wanted to do a little more poppy. Like okay. our classic 2000 slash 90s holiday jams. So first and foremost, we have our girl Brittany with Only Wish This Year. Obviously. A staple. Mm-hmm. I adore it. It is so cheesy and festive, but I love it. Next, we have Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by the one and only NSYNC. Yep. Mm-hmm. Again, Bangers a only. classic. I 
can't get enough of it. Every year it puts me in a great mood. And that's that. And finally, we have, and I don't think you're ready for this. Okay. Greatest Time of Year by the Ali and AJ. I don't know that one. Do I not know what? that one? I don't know that and one. And you're an, you... Consider yourself. Is it a new song by them? An Ali and AJ stand. No, it is not. It is from maybe, you know what it's from? What? The Santa Claus 3 soundtrack. That's it why plays I don't in know the credits. It. <laughs> God That's why damn. I don't know it. it is a banger. Any Ali and AJ stand out there, go listen to this. I play it every year. It is amazing. It's really, it really is a hidden gem. Oh, I believe you. I absolutely believe you. Yes. <laughs> So those are my top three for this week. What nice. about you? Okay. I'm formulating this list as we go right now. Definitely okay. number one. It's just a vibe. It's nice and cute to play in the background. I, I'm continuing on the Tori Kelly train again. It's Oof, Pentatonics okay. and Tori Kelly. It's the song Winter Wonderland slash Don't Worry, Be Happy. I really like the mashup that they did yes. with this one. And plus, I feel like Pentatonics is... Haven't they been coming out with a new Christmas album every year? Yes, they came out with They've a new one. They've been churning them out. I mean, they know what works for them. And by all means, you know, milk it up. But Definitely. Yeah. I mean, but they're milking it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. By the way, did you see Tori Kelly's like, live Christmas concert that she no, did? No, I did It was on YouTube. It's on there now. Go check it out. It was so good. I'll definitely good. check it out because I'm in love with her new Christmas album. <laughs> it's so good. It's and you so know, Kenny good. Edmonds' baby face came on. I was like, thank God, yes, the two of those, it's the two of them her together. Her voice, like the runs that she is able to do. To this day, I'm still trying Effortless. to figure out the nobody love run that she has in the bridge. I cannot figure it out. Oh my God, remember out. her rendition of PYT? No. Oh my God. It's just funny because I feel like our generation especially associates her with her early YouTube videos before she ever got a record deal. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but me and all my friends yeah. always talk about like her random. Oh, do you remember that one cover she did that was like unreal <laughs> versus like the actual music that she releases, which I adore. I loved her first album. I loved her gospel album, the coffee one. Not so much, but I love this <laughs> Christmas one. And that's enough for my tangent, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> my next one. This song kind of actually is like low-key dear, dear to my heart. It's off of Ingrid Michaelson's Christmas album that she came out with like two years ago. I love that album. Okay, thank you, because not many people know that she even has it. But it's, no, the, it's the, so the only cute. original song on the album, Happy, Happy Christmas. Okay. I'm not too familiar with that. I've listened to primarily the covers. Yes, which makes of sense. Of that album? Everybody but I'll does, have yeah. to check that out. No, it's essentially her just being like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be happy, but you're not here, and I'm actually really sad. And like, Aww. I don't know, I can relate Ingrid. to it, because this, this album also came out like right after like my friend died, a couple months after. Mm. So like every time I listen to it, I remember them, and I'm like, oh. It, like, it, you'll, you'll cry, myself. like you'll be sad. <laughs> oh boy. Alrighty, it's a nice I'll, I'll set it aside for that moment. Yes. <laughs> and- <laughs> It's not Wallow. one to regularly be having in the playlist. <laughs> yes. The last one is just Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Leslie Odom Jr. If you haven't listened to Leslie yes. Odom Jr.'s Christmas album, you have not yet heard the gospel. Period. It's so good. I mean, doesn't he have two now? He has two, but I'm talking about the first one. Okay. The one with the green. Right. I forget yes. the name off the top of my head. I mean, it's probably something Leslie Odom Jr.'s Christmas or something like that. Oh my God. Playing but. it straight through is... Ugh. I'll, his rendition of I'll Be Home for Christmas, so good. So I, good. That's another one of my favorites. 
But going back to what I said, speaking of playlists, Mm -hmm. we are going to be having a Spotify playlist. Go check that out. Dedicated to all of our holiday favorites. Um, And let us know what are your holiday favorites. Make sure to comment on Instagram. Keep us in the loop. The holidays are quickly approaching. And with that said, we have so many hot topics to get into today. I am so excited. There are stories that I couldn't (laughs) even include this week because it would just be way too much. I don't know how we have this much to talk about. It surprises me. (laughs) It surprises me every week, but every day I just discover something new and I'm like, okay, need to talk about this. So mm-hmm. we will be back after this. Do you have anything, last words you want to add before no. the commercial break? I'm good. All righty. We're going to be back after this. And we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on all the juicy news and hot gossip. As we know, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special on Apple TV Plus oh my God. came out Oh my God. Friday. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. watched it like five times myself. <laughs> I am obsessed. I think the trio with Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande was amazing. Amazing. I was interested on how they were going to vocally produce that especially with that song because it's it was very unexpected how they harmonized and you know switched up the different parts but it worked so well i thought their voices blended so well together the way that i need to like i need all of them to do like an album or an ep together that's literally because Jennifer Hudson's such a big belter. then you have ariana grande who kind of whispers but also belts same with mariah it I don't know how their voices just did it, but they did it. And I love how on Twitter, everyone's like, all right, enough talking about, you know, Ariana Grande, Mar- Mariah Carey with that high note. How about let's focus on Jennifer Hudson over here, bringing it. Can we? Can we? Can we? Because her oh outfit my God, in that trio, so I will say, her outfit was the best. Those I'll give you that. I did not teeth. love Mariah Carey's outfit in that performance. That's the one outfit I didn't really love. That's fair. Yeah, but the, all, the rest of the outfits, though... Oh, the red dress at the end? With the ponytail? Oh my god, the big white one? No, I'm talking about the short red one. I know you were talking about that, but I'm talking about the white one that covered that entire, like, tree stump that was, like, a million feet long. Oh, and the gold dress, the just gold sequence dress towards the beginning? The fucking jumpsuit? (sighs) Listen. (laughs) Mariah Carey. Watching it just warms my heart because... It was so over the top. It was and so extra. <laughs> it was so extra for no reason. So beyond the extra. was so question- questionable. The entire time. But f- for every reason. Like, she deserves it. Like, I don't know why. I was getting so many, like, icon status. Like, old-timey. You know when people used to have Christmas, like, specials all the time? Yeah. But on a monumental scale and something that is so beyond just your typical everyday celebrity yeah and i i look forward to watching it with my kids 20 years from now i just know it's gonna happen sit down we're watching (laughs) mariah carey that's it (laughs) that is it end of discussion it's just i really liked it in the sense of like you can tell that she wanted to do this like she didn't feel like she had to do it she was like yeah i'm gonna do this and will it be good who knows but we're gonna have a great time while doing it and she clearly did 
Loved it. And it was just so cool making it very COVID compliant. All the blue screen effects and just how they spaced everything out. And just the set design and the production quality. Unreal. Unreal. When she broke out of that penthouse in that sleigh, I said, okay, Santa. (laughs) When she broke out of that penthouse, I literally, (laughs) I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my entire life. Oh, but it was everything you could ever want. It literally I said, as she should. (laughs) Oh, my God. And just all the other um, features, whether it was Tiffany Haddish. Billy Eichner, Snoop Dogg, his new verse on Here Comes Santa. I love the new verse that he came up with. That was so fun. I really liked it, too. And I don't know. I just think it's unreal. And for everyone coming for her voice, this woman can still sing those songs from 25 years ago and hold her ground like nobody's business. And have a good time so, while doing it. Exactly. And it was. it's just what she deserves. And I'm going to watch it a million times more, and I loved every second of it. And I just found out today, All I Want for Christmas went to number one in the UK for the first time. So for the it's first he- time. It's heading up its way in the US charts, so it's only a matter of time. I was going to say, it should already be there, but okay. <laughs> I know. Well, it went to number one for the first time ever last year. Oh my God. 20 years it's later. It's going to happen. Her impact. <laughs> really. But if you haven't seen it, go watch it. If not, the album is on iTunes and Spotify. Just listen to the album. I loved, I wanted to do this quick shout out. Daniel Moore, her musical director, the new orchestrations and how they reworked everything. It was lush. That's the only word I can think of. Like just rethinking those songs from 25 years ago and putting a new spin on them. The new beat in Joy to the World, like iconic. So that is enough of my tirade on Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special, even though I'm going to probably talk about it every episode until God knows when. Absolutely. (laughs) But it was everything we needed. All righty. In other news, Miss Jessica Simpson. I love Jessica Simpson. I don't know about you. Eh, I mean, I'm sure she's fine. I just don't pay attention to her. That's That's I literally have no bad feelings I grew up with Jessica Simpson. I listened to her music. I love her. She is signing a humongous deal with a company that I am not too happy about the company itself. I'm more so happy for her than the company. But she's partnering with Amazon Studios. For what? I know. Oh, I know. The studios. I know. Okay. Okay. However, she came out with her memoir, Open Book, earlier this year. I read it. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I, I think there are a lot of similarities between that and Mariah Carey's memoir just talking about that inner child Mm -hmm. and she talks about just her coming into the industry and she kind of had to live in like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera Aguilera's shadow in a way and try and work her way up I mean talking about Mariah Carey's memoir it's uncanny how Tommy Mottola signed her on and then after her first music video at the age of what like 17 or 18 he was like uh yeah, you need to lose fifteen pounds. Uh, was this Jessica that was like Simpson? the first thing he said to her? Jessica Simpson. Ooh. Yeah, so giving a little nod to our book nook. It's um, but yeah, throughout the book, she just talks about having to deal with that and her image and her body image, and there are a lot of things she talks about in the book. I enjoyed it. However, she is coming out with. 
a scripted project as well as an unscripted project mm-hmm. um, that relates to the memoir as well as two more books. One that is going to be discussing motherhood and another that will be discussing gratitude. So I don't know. I'm excited for this. I'm happy for her. I think she has come a long way. And I think she really, besides, I mean, the Jessica Simpson collection has become huge and yeah. <laughs> made her a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you remember on Ellen a couple of years back, she had that instance where she was dealing, well, she was dealing with alcoholism and she's been recently sober. She had that instance on Ellen. Do you remember that? I kind of do, but yeah, like I said, I never really paid attention to Jessica Simpson That's that fair. much. At least in recent years. Definitely when I was younger, I watched her reality show with her and like her ex-husband. What was it? Nick oh, Cliche Nick- or something? Oh, yes. I watched the whole series. It's like one of my that earliest was memories. Era. An era. But yeah, after that, I was kind of like, eh. <laughs> no, I get that. But I'm, I'm happy for her, and I think this is... Mon- I feel like... A deal like this has not been made. That's a before. huge deal. This is like two books and humongous. two movies, or at least like works. That's a lot to just have signed off. Uh, part of me is just kind of like, okay, give us more music because <laughs> we haven't had music in so many years. That's kind of what I want to hear. Maybe it's a visual album. Maybe that's what's scripted. Okay, Beyonce. Maybe. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But either way, go Jessica. Keep adding to your millions. You deserve it. Um, even though I don't love that it's with Amazon. Yeah, obviously. Bitch bases. In other news, did you hear about this uh, Grammys bullshit with Tiffany Haddish? No. So, Tiffany Haddish was asked to host the Grammys pre-telecast uh, premiere ceremony. But she is coming out and turning down the offer. Because they told her that not only did she have to host the three-hour live-streamed event without any compensation. I'm sorry, no. (laughs) Already, no. The Grammys would not cover hair, makeup, wardrobe, or travel for the event. So you want me to do a three-hour live-stream for free 99? (laughs) I've never heard free 99. You've never heard free free 99? No. So you want but me legit, to travel fuck that. to do this for free 99 and you're not even going to provide hair, makeup, like you're, you're not even going to pay for my Uber because I know it's Tiffany Haddish and she's frugal. You're not going to pay for oh, my yeah. Uber, my Lyft? No, I'm not coming. In a pandemic? No, I'm not coming. <laughs> I will she not goes, be showing up. The exposure is amazing, but I think I have enough. Yeah. Especially somebody like Tiffany Haddish. This isn't some up-and-coming comedian. This is Tiffany Hat. Okay. No, continue. Continue. (laughs) Continue. She goes, I appreciate you guys asking, and as much as I appreciate the honor of being nominated, that's not okay. I don't know if this might mean I might not get nominated ever again, but I think it's disrespectful. And I say stand your ground. Because it's also, too, like, it's a known thing, especially with the entertainment community, that black women are notorious no matter how big they get. Mm-hmm. They always get lowballed in terms of compensation and payment. Yes. Like, what's her name? Uh, I'm looking at her on my poster right now for Hidden Figures. Octavia Spencer. What was it for, like, the help? Somebody found out that she was being paid, like, a third of what the other white actresses at, at the same level yeah. were being paid. And luckily advocated for her to, like, get 
the competition she deserves. But at that point, Octavia Spencer was already Octavia Spencer. Like, it happens way too often, and Tiffany Haddish should not have to be like, oh my god, you want me to host this? Sure, I'll do it for free, when she already has her own platform, her own fans, her, her own brand. Like, Tiffany yes. Haddish isn't new. She's no. not new. She's a household name now. She is literally a household name, especially, like, in a white household. If you say Tiffany Haddish, they probably know what you're talking yeah. about or who you're talking about. Know no. your worth and stand your ground. Um, apparently a rep... For the Recording Academy noted that the premiere ceremony is not a CBS program and is hosted by the Academy, a non-for-profit organization, and that all hosts, presenters, and performers have traditionally performed for free, including this year. Um, And then they said that this situation would have no impact on any further uh, nominations for Haddish. But either way, like, we can't be just ripping these people off. You can't expect an A-list celebrity who Tiffany Haddish has become to just do these things for nothing. And it's also different if it's like a star performing on the gram or at the Grammys for a song yes. that they are nominated for. And of course. most of these songs and these performances, most of these songs and performances are less than five minutes long. But you want her to do a three hour three live hour stream event on her own for free? It'd be different if she was part of the Academy, but no. <laughs> yeah. No. No. She would yeah, be losing money. that was just money. disrespectful. Yeah. She has worked too hard to be, you know, gypped like this. No. Tiffany Haddish, go on Instagram Live, get a sponsorship, and live your life, queen. Exactly. I would watch an Instagram Live of her just making cocktails for three oh, hours. Oh, I would watch that all the time. Oh, my gosh. I love her. She's so funny. She's so I think this goes to show for everybody. Know your worth. Yes, know your worth. All righty, moving on. This is just one of several stories. We're just going downhill from here, but don't worry. We have a funny story in the end that I can't wait to tell. Okay. But these next three stories, I'm just tired of these people. These people are so fucking annoying, and (laughs) that's how I'm going to preface. Who are we talking about? (laughs) So first off, remember this Morgan Wallen that we were talking about a couple weeks ago? He was partying at University of Alabama. Oh, the country singer guy? Yes. yes. SNL what, took away his Why are we talking about spot. him again? Well, he was brought back to SNL this past week mm-hmm. to perform. Um, and they did a little sketch, and it was supposed to be at an Alabama bar. And he was, you know, breaking COVID protocol. And, and, I, and I guess it was supposed to be funny um, in him trying to warn his, like, future self about the consequences of his actions at the bar. But he's already at, he's, he's performing at SNL, though, still. Yeah. He performed that night, too. And I think this is absurd. This is ridiculous. Yeah. You mean to tell me, it's not like this man just made a little mistake. He put people's lives, lives in at danger. Risk. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Shame on you, SNL, for allowing this to happen. I don't know if it was something in their contract that they couldn't get out of or what, but this is a disgrace. But it's and also, too, like, it's way too soon. Maybe if it was, like, two or three years from now and he had shown, like, actual growth. Oh, yeah. Maybe, but, but it's not, only like, been a couple maybe a months. month later. We're still in the thick of the pandemic and you want to make a joke of, like, oh, this is, like, going to ruin your future, but you're on SNL yet again only a few weeks later? Get the fuck out of my face. No. When people are dying by the thousands every day? Every still. day. 
No, get the fuck out of my face. And stop I sticking your tongue down some teenage girl's throats knowing good and damn well you're almost 30. Whew. Yeah, it was not cute. I don't like this. I think it was just in poor taste completely. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, this isn't the first comeback that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> but this next one, <laughs> I love the title of this article because it just makes me laugh. It says, Imagine risking it all for a Trey Songs concert. Um, like, sorry, imagine. That is, it, it, okay, no, what's the story here? Because I don't know what this is about. So, an Ohio nightclub has been cited for violating COVID-19 Ohio? Health <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> this nightclub hosted an indoor Trey Songs concert last week um, with hundreds of people risking their lives in the nightclub without any masks on, completely, you know, ignoring everything, sharing drinks, dancing on top of each other at this venue. Mind you, this past week, Ohio has reported 484,000 coronavirus cases and more than 7,000 deaths. This... For a Trey song? I mean, I want to say shame on Trey songs. Because it's like you're putting people's lives at risk. No, How I want dare to say you? shame on everybody involved. How dare you? Well, you're yes, of course. You're all I, I'm not but saying Trey Songz, that. You should have known that you should not have done that concert in person. There's plenty of people doing virtual concerts. You could also be one. And you definitely had to fly because the concert was in Ohio. Really, really, really. Absolutely. Really. So one shame on you because you had to make plans to do all this and you knew probably what the capacity was going to be for people too. That's what I'm saying. He's encouraging this. He's setting up this scene for people to behave like this. And it's like, you have the platform, do better. Like seriously? And shame on whoever the event holder is or the space because they know for a fact that they, with that capacity, should not be hosting any type of event like that in any way, shape, or form, let alone <sighs> allowing it to, what, did it, like, not get shut down halfway through? Did they just do the whole thing? And then I later people found out about it? went on the entire night, and then the next day they got cited. But you knew you were going to get cited. That's the thing. You knew oh, you were yeah. going to get cited. They, of course they did. And, and they said, like, oh, we're okay. going to take the risk, you know? It's just, I, but then you actively made the plan to contact Trey Sons and his team set everything up, fly him out, make sure he was there on time. Like, there were so many active decisions that went completely against what's actually happening in the country and that people's literal lives are on the line that it's just shame on everybody involved. No. It's absolutely inexcusable. It's inexcusable. And Trey Trey Songs, you have enough money. You're doing very well, I'm sure, right now. You don't need to, it's not like you're like begging for money and you need to host these events. And if you need money, just hold a virtual event. That's it. So many people, the fucking Clark sisters hosted a monumental virtual concert just the other month. Like, come on, dude. Like, no. But that's another thing too. It's even with virtual events, you can still like make ticket prices lower but because it's virtual. So many more people. So many more people can come. So was it worth it? Was it worth going to Ohio for? Was it? Was it really? Fuck no. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> was it worth it? Was it worth the $10,000? Hell fucking yeah. But not in this case. <laughs> not in this case. Nope. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. But that just pissed me off. I hated seeing that. There's video online. Just people being so stupid. 
the longer that we kick and scream and avoid all these rules, the longer it's going to be and the worse it's going to be. So grow up, sit on your goddamn couch, listen to our podcast, like <laughs> do something. Literally do something. All right. Now this next story, we have a lot to dissect with this. Uh-oh. This girl, Olivia Jade, is coming out, Lori Lachlan's daughter, on the Red Table Talk. I have many notes. Let's oh, get it. I do too. I do too. Um, I recommend you go and watch the video before you listen to our discussion because yes. there's so much to discuss. And first and foremost, I just want to say, I'll be honest, I am so tired of Jada Pickett-Smith making the perpetrator seem like a victim. Yeah, that's, uh, that's part of my notes. <laughs> this is like a common theme that we've had with her, whether yeah. it be Jordan Woods or even her fucking self and her own affair with her own husband. You know, sure, we can have some form of empathy and try and understand where other people come from, but at the end of the day, you were in the wrong and you need to suffer the consequences yeah. that come with that. <laughs> you know, we can't be twisting the narrative about these situations. So do you want to give your two cents? Yeah. So when it comes to this Red Table talk with Olivia Jade, as if you don't know, Olivia Jade is the daughter of Lori Laughlin, who is currently in jail for paying or bribing, committing a federal crime, bribing yes. a coach to allow her daughters to get into USC, which is a hard school to get into. So already off the bat, the fact that she was going on Red Table Talk rubbed me the wrong way, and it was for all of the reasons that Grandma pointed out at the beginning of the episode. She said not today. She said not today. She was angry. I was angry, too. And how, first of all, it doesn't make sense that she's going on a platform hosted by three black women when I'm sure she would have been accepted to give an interview on any other platform. Well, she's doing it on purpose. Exactly, and it perpetrates this idea that black women need to extend forgiveness to everybody, even though so often black women do not receive that and do not receive the level of support that many other demographics receive for that same reason. And then it's also, too, because even though in this situation, like, nobody was inherently being racist, but in the situation, obviously, race plays a role when it comes to college admissions, black and brown people being disproportionately like living in poverty and all this stuff. And also the higher education system being way too expensive for many, many people in and of Mm -hmm. itself. So race does play a part in it. And she has to know that, which is also why it rubbed me the wrong way that she was going on the red table talk, because it's like, who are you here for? Like who, like really, who are you here to talk to or do you want to go on this platform that's notorious for giving these, like, redemption arcs, at least in recent times? Because you know if black women will forgive you, you then understand you get that, some sort of pass. Yes, that if these, you know, three prominent black women, you know, show any level of, like, forgiveness or kindness towards you, that it'll make it easier for you to do things in the future. And again, I want to say, of course, race plays into this without a doubt. But class but I think also there's an, plays into yes, this. Yes. Because okay, I was going to say, Jada. And Jada Pickett-Smith is from the same class. Yes. So that was another thing that rubbed me the wrong way with, like, and why I agreed so much with the grandma is that Jada Pickett-Smith was extending forgiveness because she was like, I saw Willow and Jaden. And I'm like, but you saw Willow and Jaden in the sense of you are also rich and you might have done something similar for your kids as well, which is why Mm. you're willing to extend this forgiveness to Olivia Jade and, you know, her family. 
But in reality, because of what they did and what they did was a product of their privilege and specifically like class privilege, because they're obviously in very, very like 1%, you're able to extend that because you're also in that 1%. But somebody like me who had to pay for my own college tuition because my parents couldn't afford to even help me pay for textbooks while I went to school, I'm not so willing to be that kind to somebody like that because it's like, you're rich. Like you're going to still be okay. You giving mm-hmm. an apology is not going to make it any easier for me to go through the higher education system financially, racially, anything. So what are you here for? <laughs> Literally, who are you here for? Yeah. This entire thing was a publicity stunt. Absolutely. And it was a major PR move because, and they tricked me. I will be honest. Watching this, I became empathetic and I was sitting there and I was like, wow, I kind of feel for this girl. And then I had to snap out of it and say, (laughs) wait a minute, they are completely changing the narrative. There are so many things that, you know, are court records that they are not discussing. You know, Olivia told this narrative that she had no idea what was going on, found out on spring break and was surprised. But that's the thing. She contradicted herself by saying that. But then at the same time, in the same interview, she was also like, yeah, but stuff like that was always so common. So it's like, but you still knew that they were doing that. But bottom line, she's lying. Oh, yeah. That's there are court records showing her letter of acceptance, and it clearly states that she is being accepted on an athletic scholarship. How could you not see that and think to yourself, oh, wait, I fucking never rode in my life. Yeah. Or wait, I did when I posed for that picture that has been released as public record of her and her sister posing on erg machines when they yeah. knew damn well that they had never rode in their entire lives. But yeah, it's absolutely disgusting and it's despicable. And then the way that she just kept saying, I didn't know, you know, I've learned from it. But she never, ever explicitly gave, like, I wanted her to be like, this was the exact product of my white privilege. These are what I'm doing, you know, to dismantle that. You know, maybe these are the nonprofits I'm working well, wait, with, you know. Wait a minute. She did say what she was doing and it was a joke. Do you remember the one part where she was talking about, yeah, the one day i went to a charter school the after school program that sounded a lot like missionary work which also rubs me the wrong way because missionary work tends to just be white people being like oh look at these poor black and brown people and it's a lot of times one fucking afternoon one one fucking afternoon. afternoon how about you dedicate the next how many years to volunteering at a soup kitchen every week? Or how about you get a nine to five job at those targets that your dad sells those nice ass leggings to and work like a regular person and understand where money comes from? That's <laughs> like, the thing. It's like to put they it quite were, frankly, they were coddling her and she was still allowing it to happen. This, I was watching a lot of like YouTube videos and like YouTube commenters like talking about this too. Um, just because mm-hmm. like you said, I also towards the end of it started to feel empathetic to her. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no. And then yeah, they paint the picture very well. They really try and gaslight you almost to believe that it's something that it's not. Exactly. And that's just, so this one YouTuber, her name is Amanda BB. Yes, I pronounced that. It just looks like a string of letters to me when I look at my computer. But her name is Amanda BB on YouTube. Love her videos. And she was saying how they pushed Jordan Woods more than they pushed Olivia Jade. And you can tell that they definitely did because she did not skip a beat. She kind of stuttered at one point when Grandma started talking to her. But for the most part, she kept her composure, even though this is the first interview that she's done since the whole thing blew up. 
which leads me to potentially believe that she already knew what they were going to ask. Oh, yes, this was clearly set up. Again, this was a huge PR stunt. There were questions that they were told that they could ask and other ones that they couldn't. And listen, okay, maybe, you know, her attorneys lucked out in this narrative because guess what? Olivia and her sister don't have to face criminal charges because at the end of the day, they are criminals. They knew what they were doing. And I'm not just going to let Olivia come out and talk about this and not the sister and be okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, the sister that was this actress and went on a Hallmark show with her mother and couldn't act her way out of a trash bag. Yeah, I saw that clip from an interview. She fucking sucked. If Watch the clip. Like, I've never seen such bad acting in my life. (laughs) Like, it was bad. But bottom line, you partook in this. And I get it. You're young and you're naive. And I understood the point where it's like, okay, we lived in this bubble and it was like, this is what you do. And in this circle of, you know, wealthy individuals, this is what everyone did. But that's my other thing. It's like, I get that you're like, oh, this is what everyone does. But at 18, maybe I was you just know it's more wrong. self-aware than other people. Yes. But at 18, I was very clear in like what I believed in. I could understand what things were wrong and why. Like, it just doesn't like. We're giving her too much credit. We're giving we her really way are. too much credit. It doesn't make sense. And. It just irks me because they kept repeating how, like, you know, because she's white, she's rich, she's privileged, she's still going to be okay after this. But it's the fact that she went on red table talk. What, yeah, what she's doing now. Like, you shouldn't be able to move on. outcome for her. No. And it's like, yeah. it's just so annoying because literally if you're white and rich, you can get away with anything. And then it becomes this problem of... Also, too, when it comes to race, you know, black people, like, when they reach a certain, like, class status or, you know, get a certain amount of money in the bank, a lot of times, like, their point of view turns into, like I've said before, class solidarity versus, you know, I guess race solidarity, even though, you know, I don't want, you know, some himbo to hear this and, you know, start a race war or something. But, like, you know what I mean, like... Of course. And the whole timing of this is just completely inappropriate. I mean, her parents haven't even finished their sentences yet. I think Lori just finished hers and now her dad's going in. It hasn't even been a year since everything happened. And that's another thing too. Like they didn't, they only focused on Olivia. They didn't focus enough on Olivia talking about her parents because she's like, you know, everyone understands that it was wrong, but that's not even the worst part. It's like, but do you also understand the implications that is your parents committed this federal crime? Yes, I am punching into my own hand right now because I'm heated. Your parents committed a federal crime and they, your mom only got two months in jail and got fined $150,000, which is pennies to you because your parents were already willing to pay $500,000 for you to get into this school. Thank you. Meanwhile, a black woman tried to use a temporary address to get her son or her child into, you know, a better elementary school. And I'm pretty sure she was sentenced to 30 years in jail. So let's talk about that and the privilege that your parents have of being white, rich, and honestly famous, and knowing that their sentence is not going to be nearly as harsh as so many black and brown people that are constantly being targeted via America's systemic racism. But no, no, you just danced around that topic conveniently so that you can paint yourself to look like an angel that suddenly, you know, awoke in their eyes, they were blind, and now they see. No, you knew exactly what you were doing, and now you're just trying to pick up the pieces so you can get some more sponsorships in the future. <laughs> but when she had the fucking nerve to talk about that after-school program, 
I, I that pissed me off to no end. I scowled. There's so, so much quickly. work that you need to do that doesn't even cover point zero 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 one percent of it, sis. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, we the fact are that at you the had the gall to say that and pretend like that is enough of a reason for people to allow you to move on. Move on. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? And it pisses me off because now all these YouTubers and all these influencers are going to say, oh, well, she went on Red Table Talk. She's okay. She can come back into our circle. These brands are going to partner with her now and all this bullshit. And this is the example that you want to set for your kids because people still go on her Instagram and like her shit and support her without even realizing the severity of the situation that she partook in. Yeah. I'm so tired of this. From those fly hairs to that wrinkly ass pink blazer, her hair team and makeup team, they fucking were tired with her from the start. (laughs) Don't tell me otherwise. I thought she looked fine at best. I was just like, Those when she came fly on the screen, hairs? I was like, I... Are you out of your mind? It's Come just, on. It's, they was... could have gotten some hairspray, straighten that shit out, please. Yeah. And I honestly also want to say this. If you are a white content creator that has been exposed for, you know, your wrongdoings in the past, and you decide to go on a platform specifically with black women as, you know, the interviewer. Because another thing, too, I don't know if you ever watched the show Vanderpump Rules. I have not. Okay, so I used to be obsessed with the show. I used to call it my white <laughs> on white crime show. So on the show, a lot of... So the show isn't back yet because, one, how can you have a show about a restaurant that's closed during coronavirus? Two, most that's of the people true. that were even still on the show didn't even work at that restaurant anymore, which is, like, whatever. The three, so many people on that show have been fired. At th- I think at this point it's been five people for their past racist behaviors. Oh, my God. So finally, Bravo is bucking up, even though a lot of these behaviors happened years ago and Bravo knew about them. It's only because of, you know, all the uprisings and everything within the past couple months that, like, you know, led Bravo to finally, like, pull the plug on some of these people. So one of the girls, Stassi Schroeder, she was fired because they, her and another girl, Kristen, called the police on an ex-black castmate. And she was, like, the first black castmate of the show. But she was only on for a little bit. Like, they called the police being like, oh, haha, like, this is the girl that you're looking for because, like, LAPD was looking for somebody. And it wasn't the girl. And apparently Bravo recorded oh it God. and just didn't air it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was fired and, like, kind of like Olivia Jade, this whole year has just been, like, you know, under the radar and all this stuff. And she went on, I don't know if you know the name of the show. Let me just read it in my, because my notes are kind of scattered because I was just kind of, like, typing out really angrily earlier. <laughs> oh my god i think it's the tamron hall show oh okay i know tamron hall yeah 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 so stassi went on the tamron hall show recently and again did... the token black woman that is gonna you know ail her of all her misdoings yeah her and, wrongdoings and with that interview which what i preferred about that interview more than this was that tamron hall like gave it to stassi like she made it very clear that like i'm not gonna coddle you i'm gonna ask you hard questions that you need to answer and stassi just kept saying like you know like i don't know what i was thinking like i didn't know i didn't understand but tamron hall was like you grew up in new orleans 
and you've lived in LA for how many years? What do you mean you didn't understand? Like, that's not a good enough answer. But now I'm starting to see from that to this, these content creators going on these black platforms, specifically with black women, because they know if they get a pass from black women, that like their road to recovery, for lack of a better word, is going to be like smoother than what they currently exactly because they can point to that and be like okay well they gave me a pass so there we go exactly and it's just like it's so aggravating especially as a black woman that like people expect me to like oh like you'll like be on my side and it's like no if you're wrong you're wrong and i'm not gonna give you a pass and don't expect me to and that's the worst part is so often they expect you to and it's despicable and i'm tired of it i'm tired of it just stop being a dick Just own up to it. Talk about your privilege. Literally ask the hard questions. Try harder than you've ever tried before. Is that so hard? (laughs) Like, to be self-aware? Really? It's that hard? Bottom line, this was just a huge PR move, and everyone just ignore it. Don't give her the time. I'm just hoping that she doesn't think that everything's going to be back to normal after this. Do not give her the platform. And don't hire the other people that were also in the scandal. Don't hire them for further projects after only spending oh, 11 yes, days in Yes, yes. Felicity Huffman, yeah. We don't need these networks hiring them. But even, like, freaking Jada painting this picture as her, painting this picture to make her some martyr. Yeah. I, I did not like, like that at all. I, I was with get Grandma. I it to I'm an extent, grandma. but at the same time, I'm like, don't give her the time of day. Yeah. That was a true sign of class solidarity in this specific instance. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. But grandma, grandma got it. (laughs) Oh, she did. She said not to. Grandma brought it. Grandma said, you know what? Mm -hmm. No, I have the time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on. Our last story. This is so funny and such so lighthearted. Have you, you know of Miss Dion Warwick? Yes. Uh, Refresh my memory. Big Motown era singer. That's what friends are for. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, like the other year she came out and was talking about Beyonce and she's like, she's no, she's no legend status. And everyone was like already there, but okay. Well, yes, obviously. But I kind of appreciate how this woman just says whatever the fuck she wants and doesn't give a <laughs> flying fuck what anyone else has to say about it. Like, I kind of appreciate that coming from her. Like, I kind of hope to one day reach that kind of <laughs> status. But she has recently made a Twitter account thanks to her niece. And she has been on a fucking (laughs) roll recently. So first off, she tweeted at Chance the Rapper. She goes, hi, at Chance the Rapper. If you are very obviously a rapper, why did you put it in your stage name? I cannot stop thinking about this. <laughs> then she came at the weekend no. and goes, the weekend is next. <laughs> Why? Oh my it's God. not even spelled correctly at the weekend. <laughs> if you have the the in your name, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I need answers today. <laughs> and everyone on Twitter has been fucking with her. To the point where someone asked her for a PS5. Oh, no. And this tweet comes out, and it says, to the fan who asked for a PlayStation 5, she says no. (laughs) Signed, the DW team. (laughs) 
I just have to read the rest because they're so funny. She goes, I don't know what a hot girl is, but women supporting women in this house, I am happy to see kind people receive recognition. That's all. In parentheses, I'm turning 80. Please do not tell me what a, quote, hot girl is. I'm turning Eye emojis. I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl shit. <laughs> oh my God. And then there was one tonight. Wait, I need to pull this up. Go follow Dion Warwick on Twitter. <laughs> she goes, I don't know how you all respond to people so often. I have responded to exactly 10 people using my hashtag. I'm tired. <laughs> There's another one. I was just informed that the Ohio State University tried to trademark the last year. This uh, is chaos. And she goes, <laughs> please do not bring that foolishness into 2021. That's not all. Wait. So oh everyone's God. been like up in arms like, what the fuck? People thought someone hacked her account. They did not think that this was real. Mm-hmm. And Dion decided to clear it up herself with this video. Oh, no. So get your ears ready. <laughs> well, hello. And this is for all of you tweeters. Tweeters. Who have decided that I'm not tweeting my own stuff to you. I want you to know I am. And I'm getting a very, very, very good at it. You see, I have a wonderful niece. Her name is Brittany. And she said, Aunt Dion, you'll have a lot of fun if you get on this with me. I said, okay, teach me how to do it. And she did. And I am doing it. So that should quell all of you naysayers. And if it doesn't, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. She is precious. Oh, she's so oh. precious. Listen, protect her at all costs. I think it's her birthday today. She turned 80. Happy birthday, Miss Warwick. We love this. Keep tweeting. I am such a person. I think I hate when people are so ageist and, you know, act like old people can't do anything. Like, that's why we have depression at such high rates for the elderly and go miss dion do your thing you have done your work in this world mm-hmm. you can chill but if you want a good laugh it has been nonstop laughs all this week on dion warwick's twitter page mm. i, I <laughs> more grandmas so on twitter <laughs> cuz those motherfuckers have some they, they do you ever like sit next to an old person and then they just say something and you're like excuse me you know like <laughs> <laughs> but you cut you have to appreciate it you're like okay i appreciate how candid you were right now oh my god wait just i just saw the tweet please do not bring that foolishness into 2021 <laughs> <laughs> yes it's so good i mean when she fucking came for chance the rapper like stop oh my god oh my god this is amazing Oh, I'm having a field day. At all costs. There are so tears in my fun. eyes. Oh wow! And then people, she was, she asked everybody, like, send me your favorite Christmas songs, and don't tell me it's the one that's like, "Suck in my lick in my. I'm not gonna say the next line of that one. Something along those lines, <laughs> and she retweets it and writes, "Damien, I know how to block people now." <laughs> Like, come no, on. not the block. Oh, my God. Oh, she's precious. Oh, she's precious. Oh, So Dion, that's all for precious. Hot Topics today. This was a long-winded discussion. Oof. But 
We ended on a good note. We did. And <laughs> we'll be back after this with uh, tittering tweets. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this segment called Tittering Tweets, where I read a tweet and we react to it. This one comes from at Jasmine Rice Girl, and it says, and I quote, <coughs> I've swallowed cum. I am not worried about what's in the vaccine. No comment. No. I told you! I told you it was going to be short! It's more of a statement than a conversation. No, com- I mean, people are worrying about this vaccine, and it's like, listen, people. If you used to drink milk while you ate those cafeteria lunch pizzas... Oh, yeah. Do not I worry think you're about good. it. If you ate the school lunches before Michelle Obama <laughs> went into office, do not be you're worried good. about what's in the... <laughs> Yeah, no fucking way. If you've ever had a four loco, do not worry about what's in the vaccine. (laughs) I love those tweets, though, that trend where it's like, if you've ever had blank, you do not need to worry about the vaccine. Oh, my God. I saw this one tweet that was like, if any of your living room furniture leans against a wall, do not worry about Biden's tax plans. I know. (laughs) Or if your ceiling looks like this and it's like the little spikes. Oh, popcorn ceiling? Yes, popcorn ceiling. Yep. If it. you have popcorn ceiling, do not worry about popcorn. You do not need to worry about it. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. but that's it for tittering tweets this week. That was a good one. Hey, it was... It was what it was. Oh, Lord. And <laughs> that is that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, we are not doing a book nook this week. We'll be coming back to you next week. So make sure to read up with that. Do you have any final words? I I to say myself. No, I. <laughs> I'm glad it's the freaking weekend. I know it's but the weekend. The time you know that what? this <laughs> it's probably gonna come out. The week's probably just gonna start. But listen, if you can have yourself a drink, pull a sal, get a little. What are you <laughs> drinking? A vodka? What? Just a vodka soda. A vodka soda. Get a nice little cup of vodka soda or, you know, a nice little glass of rosé, some pink Moscato, my personal favorite, because I'm a baby. And, you know, treat yourself. (laughs) Treat yourself. And order takeout. Yeah, support local. Especially with all your Christmas gift shopping. Yes. Do curbside pickup if you can, you know. Mm -hmm. Order on on the phone, order online. It's not that hard. (laughs) No. And go from there. And... Yeah, that's it for episode 22. We will see you next week. Yeah, bye guys. Bye. bye. <laughs>